Hey there, you're listening to the Serious Shift Blogcast. Half podcast, half blog, half video, and 100% serious shift. Three times a week, Dennis comes to you with insights and attitudes to help you shift. Each Serious Shift Blogcast is all about helping you and your business become the best versions of yourself. Are you ready to become the best? Now your host, Dennis Mostly Williams. Hi, I'm Dennis, and welcome back to the Serious Shift Blogcast. It's a pleasure to be seen. Today I'm in my dining room in my home. As you can see, I'm here with my daughter Mia, who turned seven the other day. And we have a rare, beautiful, sunny day. It's been raining so much, so we are very happy today, and we hope you're happy too. Here's our question. Our question is, your business, does it, <laughs> does it run on rules, or does it run on exceptions get out of here got stonehenge coming in there expensive bills on the way um does your business run on rules or does your business run on exceptions let me tell you a story so this, this the idea here is that your work is not for everybody probably the best advice i was ever given and the best advice i give is to shun the non-believers nothing gets in the way of something great like a whole bunch of people who don't get it you know, and then the person trying to push this idea is trying to push the idea on people who, who are not ready for the idea, don't want the idea, will never get the idea. So you waste all your energy and spirit on the wrong folks. Shun the non-believers. Here's two stories. The first time I learned this, I was in university. So I'm a little kid, a little kid, I'm 19. I'm 19 years old, I'm in university, and there's a job, uh like a posted all over the campus that says make $500 a week working student hours. Okay. Oh, perfect. You know, meaning around your goofy schedule, your night classes, your day classes, you don't have to show up nine to five. We'll make $500 a week, $500 a week in 1990 was plenty, you know, a lot of money. I would have been happy to earn it. So I go to the interview and there's like 60 other people there, of course. They probably interviewed 600 people. Who knows? But when I got there, there was like 60 people. There was a lineup out the door. And they decide that they're going to do the interviews in pairs. <laughs> Which is, looking back, it's so silly. I should have realized this is crazy. But anyway, I sit down and the interviewer has two of us there. And he looks at me and he goes, Dennis? I say, yes. He goes, Dennis, do you Dennis, think you could sell $300 worth of product a day? Okay. And I say, depends what it is, <laughs> which was the wrong answer. You know, I'm not going to connect all the dots for you, but I'm on a university campus. What are you asking me to sell $300 a day of? Some things, no problem. Other things like what, kitchen knives? Probably not an easy sell, you know? He turns to the second person. He goes, you know, candidate B, what about you? Could you sell $300 product a day? No hesitation. Person says, yes. <laughs> they never asked me another question. He just shunned me. The guy realized right there, you're the wrong guy. He's the right guy. He cut his losses. I just sat there for another five minutes and watched Buddy get the job. Okay. He identified, you're the wrong guy. And he didn't spend another moment trying to convince me. What are you, crazy? Sure you could. No way. I self-selected myself out. Okay, now... I want to bring you to today, current day. Because sometimes I need to relearn this lesson of shun the non-believers. Um, I won't tell you who the company is or who the people are, obviously, because you know I don't want to embarrass anybody. But I'll just tell you this. 
there's a investment firm that operates in both the United States and Canada where I live. And it's huge in the United States and it's virtually non-existent in Canada. Uh, this company would have more, just to like qualify that, this company would have more employees living in the state of Florida or California, certainly, or probably New York, let's say, than all of Canada. It's huge down there. Up here, they're a little outpost. The big boss of the U.S. operation, he and I chat one day, and I mentioned, no, I, I don't really ever do anything for, your, for the outpost. Because that's weird. And all on his own sends a little in, in, in uh, what do you call that? Introduction. <laughs> Introduction. And says, hey, you know, we know this guy and he's one of yours. Canadian fella. You ought to work with him, etc., etc." There's a little bit of activity that happens. Oh, we'd love to meet you, etc." There was, in fact, a meeting. And I did, in fact, momentarily manage to get myself on an agenda for a national conference. I was really pleased. I wasn't surprised, though. I did, after all, get a referral from sort of a big boss in the other country who would have a lot of, you know, influence on these folks, I suppose. So there you go. So it all sort of worked out. But then it fell apart. No, we're not going to use you after all, but keep in touch, you know, what have you. Happens. I said, okay, no problem. Well, the painful story is now, for about three years, I've been trying to re-engage with this group. I don't try too hard. I just send the occasional email out. And this year... The original person I got introduced to now has introduced me to another person. This person, this first person has moved on to other roles. And now there's this new person who has their old job. They've uh, totally just skipped my conference call with them two or three times now. I just didn't make the appointment, you know. And I had to actually email them to say, hey, we didn't connect on Tuesday. Do you want to have this conversation? Oh, yes. Sorry, sorry. My bad. This, that, or the other thing. Let's talk Thursday. And Thursday, they'd, they'd miss the call again, right? So I sent out a note the last time and just as politely as I could point out that we're both obviously really busy and that all I was really trying to do was make a connection. That it's a great big small business and sooner or later, we're going to meet. So let's just chill out until that happens, right? I'm, I, I've got plenty to do. So, you know. But the other thing that was going on in my mind was, Dennis Mosley Williams, when are you going to figure this out? Stop trying to convince. Now, in my defense, I don't spend a lot of time trying to convince these folks to talk to me, but I do carve off a little bit of time. Well, no more. I, I sent them a really lovely note and just said, you know, eventually we're going to meet in the future. And what I'm going to tell you, and I mean it, is, and when we do and he hires me, I'm going to charge him twice as much as I normally would. <laughs> That's true, too. That's what makes it really funny. However, it brings me to this. You, do you have the courage to say, no, my work's not for you. No, it's not. No, this isn't for you. This is the work I do. This, These are the people it's for, and you're not one of them. Okay? We all need to do it, and there's a reason that we don't. And the reason that we don't is we're terrified. We're convinced if we go too niche, too exclusive, that we're we're shunning everybody else out that oh my goodness i that guy that you just told dennis oh don't you know what look clearly we can't connect clearly we're both busy let's just wait until it happened you fool don't you know all the people he knows you just needed to get on the phone with that guy because that he could have opened up doors to this and this and this and this and all of that is true conversely see little mia over my shoulder right there yeah she could get crushed by a soviet satellite falling out of the atmosphere and gonna hit her right back there 
It could happen. It's likely not gonna, <laughs> but it could. I don't run my business on coulds, coulds or shoulds. I know what is going to happen. Here's what will happen. It's early June. By early July, all the people who have phoned me, that phone me that want Tom and I do work for them, 70 to 80% of them are going to be existing clients. And after those folks, the next person that's most likely going to become my client is a friend or an associate of an existing client. And I dramatically increase my chances of having that happen, of having that person become a client. If I stage an experience that is remarkable and transformational for my existing client. In other words, if I get everybody the heck away from me who has no business to be tuning into me. I have no business trying to convince them. I'm not in the convincing business here. If I just keep bringing it for the audience that already pays attention to me. What's the likelihood they're going to keep coming to the show? It's very high. And what's the likelihood they're going to bring another person with them? It's very, very high. Okay? Make your work for one group of people. Make it special and specific. Do not chase pretenders. Don't compromise your work. Don't try to fit people in when it's clearly not a fit. It's going to frustrate you. It's going to waste your time. It's going to waste your money. And even worse, it's going to, these, these non-believers are going to affect you. You're going to start wondering if they're right. Okay? Mm -mm. Don't do it. Be choosy. The most powerful, valuable brands in the world are choosy about who they work with. I am remarkably choosy about who I work with. And the biggest mistakes that I'll make in a, one, in a, in a calendar year, every time it's when I, I'll look back and go, I knew it from the start. I should not have hired, let that person hire me. Okay, I know it. And probably it's the same for you too. So my friends, as always, thank you for listening. Are you shunning the non-believers? Are you running a business based on rules, rules of engagement or exceptions? I shun the non-believers. I run a business based on rules and my focus is on the client and the outcome. You should do the same thing. Thanks very much for uh, tuning in. I hope wherever you are today, you're having a lovely day. And uh, thank you very much for all of your attention. Take care, okay? Cheers. If you're looking to transform the way you and your business does, well, business, head over to SeriousShift.com and download our latest strategy guide, The Three Megatrends. It will forever change how you view your place in the future. Thanks for listening and make sure to give Dennis a review anywhere you listen to your podcasts. See you next time.